This is episode 29. Your schedule does not lie. Welcome to the Sleek Geek Health Revolution podcast. My name is Eric Charles and I am here with Ilan Lohman to help you discover how you can build healthy habits and live a better life. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now let's get to it. going on Sleeks? Uh, it's Eric here and I'm here with Dylan for another podcast. Dylan, how are you doing, man? Hey, how's it, guys? I'm awesome. Great to be here. Excited about today's podcast. Like, uh, before we jump in, I just want to remind you guys that this podcast is brought to you by Vitaforce. They've just launched their Nutribu Energy Effervescent Fizzies in both orange and tropical flavors. Nutribu Energy provides instant energy that lasts throughout the day. And what I really like about them is they taste great and are zero calorie. This means it's a nice way to help me start my day by getting a full glass of water in, plus all of the energy benefits of B vitamins, etc. You can find it in most major retailers such as Clicks, Discam, Checkers, Spa, Take Lot, etc. And with that done, let's get back to the show. Ilan, what are we talking about today? Yeah, today we're talking about the topic. It's one of our um, sleeky beliefs. Mm. Your schedule doesn't lie. Okay. Okay, and it's also like one of the things that uh, one of my favorite gurus, Robin Sharma, Love Robin talks Trump. about a lot. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think what we're going to do today is we basically are going to show people that the things you schedule are your priorities. Yeah. Um, you know, and if it's truly important, you'll find a way to make sure it happens. Yeah. And, you know, if you forget or don't have time for things, then they're simply not a priority. Absolutely. So, I mean, let's break that down and see what that actually means. Yeah. Uh, let's say... Well, I think what most people do is if, if you open almost anyone's calendar or diary or schedule, most of the things you'll see in, is work tasks, right? Sure. You'll see meetings, yes. you'll see deadlines, you'll see projects. You might see occasional dentist appointments or doctor appointments, etc. Or social et engagements. Or social engagements, yeah. And I think the fact that most of the time you'll see work tasks shows that for most people work is their top priority, which is understandable. You know, we sure. need to work, we need to earn money. I mean, it's most typically what people use their, their digital for. calendars for, yeah. And often that is because there are things there that they absolutely cannot forget about. If you have a meeting tomorrow morning that mm. you that with your boss or with an important client, you really don't want to forget about that. Sure. So you add it to your calendar and you'll make sure you don't miss it. But then people will also say things like, oh, I forgot to eat healthy this weekend, or I forgot to work out this week, or I didn't realize the time is now 11 o'clock and I forgot to go to bed early. I didn't go to the gym. Yeah, I forgot to take my supplements this morning. Anytime you're forgetting something, there's an opportunity to avoid that from happening again. Yes. So if something's really important, you can choose to perhaps put it in your schedule um, if it's a priority to you. So if your top priority is family, Mm. And you want to make sure that you are carving out time every day or every week or every weekend to be with your, your family, putting in your schedule might be a pretty good idea. Absolutely. And I think the reason why people put those other things that you mentioned typical into their schedule, like work, engagements, etc., uh, meetings, deadlines, is because I think as human beings, it's quite simplistic, but I think as human beings, we tend to prioritize where things where we fear a consequence. Or punishment. Mm. Yeah, that's a good so, point. So, for example, 
you know, there's going to be a consequence to you missing a meeting with your boss. And it's a very immediate consequence there's as well. There's going to be a consequence for you missing a meeting with a new client. Mm. There's going to be a consequence to you forgetting your fiance's birthday. Yeah. You know, and it's going to be painful. Yeah. But I think people don't associate the consequences of not eating healthy, the consequences of not going to the gym. They don't associate them because there isn't an immediate punishment. It's a very long-term consequence. Exactly. It's like it's, uh, you know, like death by a thousand paper cuts. Mm. There isn't something that happens to you in that moment. Mm. So, for example, imagine if, you know, every time you ate some junk food, yeah. you immediately notice the effects of weight gain. Yes. I think people would be a lot less yeah. keen, to, but it's more its more like a slow burn. It's... Mm. Mm. over time yeah. so, so that's why I think people don't put some of what you might call the softer things into their schedules yes because there isn't any immediate consequence mm. no one's going to come and wrap you over the knuckles yeah. for not going to the gym mm. unless you know if you've got if you're paying a personal trainer mm. and you pay in advance mm. you might actually put it in your diary because the last thing you want to do is pay for that session and miss it well again it's a pretty immediate consequence you, you, you're going to lose money like it's a very obvious it's very tangible and measurable exactly um, and I think that's often why so many people like working with a personal trainer or working with a coach like us in the Sleepy Coaching Program yes. is because there's accountability um, and, and it, it just it helps make sure that they show up. It, it's a fixed appointment in their schedule. Yep. So what I want to suggest to you guys is spend some time thinking about what your top values are, what your top priorities are. And it doesn't just have to be health and fitness. Sure. But what is so important to Family. you that you don't want to miss it? Um, Maybe like every Sunday you want to plan your meals for the week. Great. Put that in your, in your calendar. Make sure that on Sunday morning you get a notification saying, hey, plan your meals this week. Yeah. Or if you've got a gym session, if you want to work out three times a week, put it in your schedule. Even if you don't stick to that schedule 100% and you move things around here and there, just put them in your schedule so long so you can actually have a plan going into the week. Yeah, and I think, you know, like words are cheap. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, talk is cheap and people... People say they value their health. They've said they value their... Exactly. Fitness. Like people, people say, oh, I value my family. Mm. But then when you look at reality, maybe they don't spend much quality time with their family. Yeah. So or, knowing or saying versus doing are very different things. Exactly. And like, I think, you know, it's quite good to review because, you know, scheduling is a planning. It's, a, it's an event that happens before the time. You schedule it. This is going to happen in the future. Mm. But... I think equally what you've got to do is you've actually got to review. You've got to go look at your schedule and say, okay, well, did I do yeah. the following things? Were they even in my schedule to start with? So I like that. I think it's, all, it's about being honest. Mm. So, you know, when you express your values, a lot of people like to say, I value this, that, or the other. Mm. But you've got to ask yourself, if you really want to establish what your values, where they lie, yeah. you know, it's like, where am I spending most of my time? Mm. Where am I spending most of my resources? Yeah. Where am I spending most of my energy? Yeah. What do most of my conversations resolve, revolve around? Mm. You know, that will start to give you indications. And is it in my diary? So, for example, we all go through periods in our life where things, you know, other priorities pop up. Yeah. You know, maybe busy times in our life. And we might tell ourselves, we might lie to ourselves, we might say, you know what, I'm really like, committed to my health journey. Mm. But if you looked back over the last 30 days, yeah. how many times did you go hiking? How many times yeah. did you get to the gym? How many times did you, you know, cook your meals? So it almost can be quite handy to take a bit of an inventory of the past week or even the past month, or even the past year. Like yeah. how many, how many times did you actually sit down and plan your meals? How many times did you end up without 
healthy meal available and ended up ordering takeout. As a reality check. How many times did you organize a date for you, you and your partner? How many times did you take your daughter or son away for the weekend to spend time with them? Sure. There's so many things that you can reflect on and see if, like I, I sort of the best thing to do is actually write down a list of values or priorities first. Sure. And in hindsight, go and try and match those. I mean, I love, you know, at Sleek Geek, we like to put the geek in Sleek Geek. And I love all like the tech related things. You know, you go into your Apple phone or whatever, you can see your step count. You can see how many hours you slept on average. You can, if you're tracking your workouts, you can see your workouts there. Yeah. You're using MyFitnessPal or some other kind of nutrition logging software. You can see what you ate. I love that kind of thing because it gives you a crystal clear overview yeah. of how your life is going. Sure. And if it's not going well, then maybe you need to try and schedule some of those things into the future. And also, I think scheduling becomes like a very active thing when it's something that you need to work on. Mm. So, for example, let's say you, you want to take your vitamins every morning. Yeah. Okay. Let's say you manage to do that, no problem, you've built the habit. Yeah. Like, if you're doing it, you don't need to put it into your you schedule or your diary no. because you're doing it anyway. Yeah. If you notice that you're not actually doing it, mm. then it might be worth putting it into your schedule. Absolutely. You know, I, mean, like, I don't have to put go to the gym in my diary because yeah. I go every day. Yeah. You know, but if but I you're also lucky, struggling to, yeah. then I might put it in my diary. That's very fair. But you're also someone who has a flexible schedule. Sure. So if you go to, okay, you do work with the personal trainer sometimes. So you, you, you do know that you have to be at gym at a certain I time. I just, I book a constant time every day. Yeah. So I don't, so I know like 4.30 every day. So top of mind, how. you don't need to block that time out. You know, anytime someone says, hey, Elan, can we schedule a meeting for four o'clock? You were like, nope, I'm going to the gym. Exactly, my day's um, done. You and I had an interesting conversation before this podcast where you said people can't schedule everything. Yeah. You know, you can't schedule every single meal, every single time you take your vitamins, every single time that. you drink a glass of water. You can't schedule, you know, eight glasses of water throughout the day. You can, but you shouldn't need to. I think the most important thing is to think about what are you struggling to do? Yes. Frequently and consistently, that is really important for you. So, for someone who maybe has diabetic medication mm. or high blood pressure medication, if you forget to take your medication, you need to find a way to remind yourself and schedule that into your day. Like, that is critical. And even if something like taking a multivitamin or taking a probiotic is, you believe, is critically important to your health, or iron, if you've got an iron deficiency. Exactly. Then find a way to schedule it, even if it's only for the next two weeks so that you can get more into the habit of doing it. Um, and I think it comes down to personal choice in terms of the style. Like some people like digital calendars. Yeah. Some people like old school diaries. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think it's up to you. You've just got to make sure that whatever you use, it's going to be something you're not going to ignore. Mm. What yeah. I like to do is, you know, we talked about habit stacking before where um, in, in terms of how to build a habit where you look for a new habit you're wanting to do and you decide, okay, how, how can I stack that on top of an existing habit I already do? Mm. You know, if every morning you get up and you boil the kettle to make coffee, you could stack organizing your vitamins and supplements on that. So I know what I do every morning is I get up, I sort my coffee machine out, I get, I get the coffee brewing. While it's brewing, I go to the cupboard, I pull out all my supplements, put them in a little bowl mm. and I get ready to take them. So when the coffee is done, I have all the supplements on my desk ready to go. I normally wait until I eat before I take the supplements. Yeah. But this means whether I eat immediately or whether I eat at 10 o'clock in the morning, whether I eat at 2 o'clock in the morning, like anytime I come back to my desk, the supplements are sitting there They're for the day the on face. the desk. <laughs> They're actually getting in my way. Like I try and reach for the mouse and I bump the supplements out the way or something like that. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. So that's a way that I can... 
I've scheduled it into my day and I know every time I make coffee, which is every morning, mm. I know my schedule is while I'm making coffee, I go and sort my vitamins out. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's, that's like a really powerful method. Um, you know, you're making sure that like there's just no way that you can not do it. Yeah. And, you know, I think, you know, this topic is important because a bit of tough love. Yeah. At the end of the day, at, if, you, if you say something's a priority, mm. but you're not actioning it, it's not truly a priority. You lie. You're prioritizing other things. You, you, you're lying to yourself. Like if you, honestly, like the, if you ask people what, what are your values, they'll say things like integrity and consistency family, and honesty religion. and family. But then when you actually look at it and you think like how, like how authentic are you actually being to this? How congruent are you being to this? And very often they're not. Yeah, they're not. Your actions aren't matching your words or because, your beliefs. Like some people like to dream, mm. you know. Like people like the idea of, oh, you know, I'm someone who loves learning. Mm. But if you spend ten hours of your week watching Netflix and, then and one, one hour, hour reading, then, then you know your highest value is not learning. Absolutely, and that's okay. There's no judgment. Yeah, but I think it's just about getting real with yourself. So if you listen to this podcast, what I would do is, you know, I think. For me, what I think you need to do is you need to do regular stock takes. Yeah. Because life can get messy. Yeah. Life can get in the way. Even for me, sometimes, you know, I've been, I'm, I'm you know, I'm the founder of a health community. Mm. I've been working on my health for the last 10 years. Mm. But I still find there's some times where I suddenly like stop and pause and I think, you know what? Have you actually been as active as you could have been in the last week? Yeah. Have you actually focused you know, on your health as much as you should be doing. Yeah. And sometimes it's good to call yourself out. Yeah. And, and, and this goes to all things like your family, your religion, uh, learning, whatever your values are, like to call yourself out and say, hang on a second, am I actually mm. practicing like actions that are promoting those values mm. or, or not? What I think, what I find is quite helpful is to, I like to try and rate myself on the scale of one to a hundred. And, and we often work on the, on the idea of using a continuum at Sleek Geek where like mm. there's better and worse options. Um, but let's just say you want to look at the priority of um, fitness, okay? And you said, okay, on a scale of one to a hundred, where would I rank my efforts right now? Like, I feel like, okay, maybe I'm doing like 60% of mm. what I could be doing. And maybe that's enough. Yeah. Like you're already doing 60% right. Mm. Like 0% might be lying on the couch all day, every day, not doing any walking around, not doing any workouts. So it, it can be helpful to gain perspective and think what is the, the worst possible scenario? Yeah. Where do you lie currently? And where would you like to be? So maybe if you're currently at 60% and you feel like, oh, I'm not, I'm not being as congruent with my values as, not, uh, as I should be, but maybe you only need an extra 10% to actually be congruent. Like maybe it's literally just do 10% more exercise, which is probably not a heck of a lot. It might be going for one or two more walks a week. Yeah. And suddenly you're at 70%. And you feel a lot more happy with where you are right now. Your, your, your priorities are aligned. So when you're trying to work with your schedule and work with your priorities, don't think about having to schedule everything and be absolutely perfect. Absolutely. Just think about what, what would be good enough. I mean, I know like today's actually my eighth anniversary with my fiance and we're going uh, out for Congratulations. Dinner yeah, thank you. It's been eight years already. It's amazing. Um, and I know sometimes we don't always do an excellent job of going on regular dates and things like that. And it's something I, I do honestly take stock of. And I think, okay, this week, like I can see 
both of us, our schedules are just so busy. We, we can't find time to get away together in the evening to go on a date night. Or we're saving for the wedding next year, so we don't want to spend too much. Mm. I'm like, okay, so if I can't schedule that in this week, what else can I do? Okay, maybe we can have a cup of coffee together every day at five o'clock mm. and just chat about our day and spend some quality time together. Maybe we can schedule to watch a movie together on Saturday night. Mm. You know, it's, it's not like, that's still not where I'd ideally love to be. I'd love to be going on a date night at least once a week kind of thing. Yes. But time and finances and energy won't really allow that right now. Yeah. So if I can't be 80% of 100%, what, what can I be? Exactly. And, and that's, that's a really good point because, you know, it's not necessarily an all or nothing zero-sum game. Yes. I mean, there are two quotes that I love from Robin Sharma on this topic. And, you know, he says, there can be no authentic success and lasting happiness if your daily schedule is misaligned with your deepest values, which mm. echoes what we've been saying. There can be no authentic success and lasting happiness if your daily schedule is misaligned with your values. I like how he talks about daily schedule as well. It's almost yeah. like, I know Robin Sharma is, a, is huge on being intentional about your day. Like literally, yes. what does your ideal morning look like and how can you work towards it? What would you ideally like to be doing around lunchtime? What, how would you like to be ending your day? Um, but I love that concept because yeah. I, I, I believe, like, you know, he takes the unit of change as your day. Uh, so, you know, he always talks about your day as the microcosm of your life. Doesn't he and say something like, as, as you live your day, so you live your life? Exactly. Mm. So, like, he's, he's got this idea that your day is your microcosm. And basically, because your life is a sum of your, the days. Yeah. So all you need to do is have a good day and then have a good day and then have a good day and have a good day and then you're going to have a good life. So yeah. he's saying like, don't think about tomorrow and next week and next month, focus on making today good. Mm. You know, and I like that when it comes to health and fitness, like yeah. focus on trying to make today healthy. Mm. You know, what can you do today, today to make today healthier? What can you schedule perfect. in today? Maybe you, maybe you can't control your schedule next week, yeah. but you can wake up this morning and go, okay, these are things I've got to get done today. Work-wise, family-wise, health and fitness-wise. Yeah. Let me see how I can make more work. Yeah, and, and also in that quote, what I like is the concept of being aligned. Yeah, with so, your values, your deepest values. Exactly, because, you know, if you think about it just on a, on a pure um, practical level, mm. like if you had a project, yeah. you know, you would break your project down into things that you have to do yeah. to get to the end goal. Yeah, and it's the same deadlines. Thing, exactly, it's the same thing with the goals that you have for your life mm. and those deepest values is yeah. you're going to have to break those things down. Okay, what do I have to do? Okay, I want to be a fit, I want to be a fit person. Mm. Okay, that means you're going to have to exercise regularly. That means you might have to like, you know, do this kind of training. Yeah. So ultimately... If you want to be a fit person and you're not doing that kind of training, then there's that misalignment. Have we actually done a plan. podcast on outcome versus behavior goals yet? I don't think we have. I don't think we have. I think we certainly should. But the whole concept... It's a very powerful topic. The whole concept here that many people have these outcome goals. They want to be fit. They want to be healthy. They want to be a good parent. They want to be a good partner. Mm. But they don't break it down. But they don't break it down into what are the actual behavior goals that lead to that. What must you actually do? So I often... like The, the, the most common time that I actually do this is every time we run an eight-week challenge at Sleek Geek, mm. I always think, okay, at the end of these eight weeks, what is the outcome that I want? How many kilograms do I want to lose? For example, maybe it's, I want to lose eight kilograms. Okay, let me break that down. That works out to roughly one kilogram a week. Mm. Um, it's, it's quite ambitious. Normally, it's closer to four kilograms. Normally, I aim for about 0 0.5. Because you're really quite a lean guy. Yeah. So. So for me, I know losing about one and a half kilograms a week is... I think is, if you lost eight kilograms, you'd disappear. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. We'll see. Um, 
anyway, so I know that if I have to lose 0.5 kilograms a week, I think, okay, what do I need to do this week to achieve just that particular goal? I'm not thinking about losing eight kilograms in eight weeks time or four kilograms in, four, in, in eight weeks time. Yeah. I'm thinking about what do I have to do this week and what I have to do today. Yeah. This is literally behaviors now. I'm taking the outcome, breaking it down, breaking it down, breaking it down. Now I get to the behaviors. Okay, this week, in order to lose 0.5 kilograms, I need to go to the gym four or five times a week. Mm-hmm. I don't need to have a healthy breakfast every single day if I can. I need to avoid that that after work beer with friends on a Friday, possibly. You know, this is a period for extreme focus. Yes. And I break it down. You, you, you transition from only looking at outcome goals to looking at behavior goals. And this is where you start scheduling them. If I, if I want to lose four kilograms, I need to do four workouts a week. Let yeah. me schedule those to make sure they happen. And it's extremely powerful. I mean, we should do a podcast on it. I mean, it's like a practical example. Like if you take it like a tech example, if we said, okay, we're going to build an app. <laughs> okay, great. I mean, what does that mean? Yeah. You know, okay, to build an app, we have to do the following things. Yeah. You know, we have to hire a, a developer. We have yeah. to then get a spec. We have to like this, that, what are whatever. The timelines and it's the same yeah. way with creating goals for yourself in health yeah. and fitness, like you've just described. Yeah. So like back to the, the hard line of like calling ourselves on our BS, the mm. other thing that he says, which I love is he says, you know, your schedule is the best barometer or measure for what you truly value and believe to be important. Mm. So ultimately that schedule, like I take it a step further. The schedule is the plan. The plan shows you what you value. Yeah. But then to me, even the execution of the plan, when you review that, yeah. that truly shows you because it's all fine and well to put, go to gym every day in your, in your schedule for this mm. week. If you didn't go and do it, then it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Well, it does mean something. It tells you that you didn't uh, <laughs> you didn't value those. That it's priority. one step closer. The first step is just exactly. get in your schedule, plan for it. Get in your it. schedule, execute it, review your schedule, and be honest with yourself, and then what can you adjust? Yeah. I think that's pretty good. So to yeah. recap, your schedule doesn't lie. Look at your schedule for the past week. Look at your schedule for the, the week ahead, and have a look and see what are your priorities. Like the things you schedule are your priorities, if it's truly important, you'll find a way to make sure that it happens. Anytime you find yourself forgetting something or suddenly finding you don't have time, then it's possible that it's not actually as high a priority as you thought it was. Yep. And I think if you're someone who's not a diary schedule kind of person, you know, think of it as like a virtual schedule. You know, just think back, like, you know, this week, did I execute on the things that were important to me? Yeah. Or not? All right. Cheers, we'll guys. See you next, see you next week. Time. Cheers. 